everybody. It's the Title IX Podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley, joined by my good friend, Elisa Woods, and this is episode seven. Episode you, seven. It is. The I feel cyc- good about that. I do too. It's a lucky number. Oh, yeah. The Cyclones are bowl eligible. Yes. And we're coming off of a really nice signing period for men's and women's basketball. So I'm feeling good tonight. Yeah, I feel really good. You bought some new shoes today. I so did. that's good. I bought two pairs. <laughs> I bought two pairs of cheap shoes to keep myself from buying real expensive shoes. It's a good way to do it. And Maybe. why were they so expensive, J. Crew? That's my question. Because I think they were made in Italy. Well, they looked very nice. Thank you. I gave I you the, the heart eye emoji in my text message regarding them. So. I got numerous heart eye emojis in my Instagram. They were good ones. I know. Yeah. I didn't get them, though. I got some other ones. To replace. Yes. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Of course, we're going to talk about the win against Texas. And like I said, the really nice uh, recruiting classes for men's and women's basketball. And then I think Elisa and I both have some random thoughts that we want to get off our chest just like every week. So... You know what it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. ready We for talked it. about it before the pod. We'll okay. get there. Yeah. Well, I wasn't listening to you, so. <laughs> this is a recurring theme with you. <laughs> All right. So should we just start with the Texas win? Kick it off. Kick huh. it off. I see what you did there. Unintended. <laughs> so a 23-21 win against uh, Texas. A field goal as time expired. As our good friend Brent Bloom informed us, it was the first winning kick at Jack Trice since 2007 and the first... Uh, winning field goal with zeros on the clock since 1983. And I feel like maybe I saw somewhere that there's some other, like it has to be in regulation. and So there's know. some asterisks. Yes, but, but they have still. to be wearing white shoelaces or something. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, I mean, it's been a while. It's so. a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's yes. a thing for sure. It's a okay. thing that we've now done. Um, I need your 100% commitment to honesty when I ask you this question. Okay, you Do- want my pinky? Yes, we're pinky promising right now. Okay. Um, did you think we were going to miss it? Yeah. Me too. I, well, okay. I didn't watch because I have high blood pressure. <laughs> um, and you're pregnant and that's bad. <laughs> yeah. But I was stressing out. And so I was like that viral video where I was just like, the crowd will let me know. Right. And I was actually at work. So I was like, my cashiers will let me know. And they did let me know. I was like, let's go. I thought we were going to miss it. And that's not necessarily a knock on Connor Solly. That is just a, you know, life, well, maybe 10 years or so of being a Cyclone fan and just getting used to kicks in the ovaries. Yes, kicks in the ovary. I was prepared for it. I don't know that I was expecting it, but I was prepared for it. That's a good way to put it, actually. I was pacing in the kitchen eating slices of pizza (laughs) that I really didn't want to eat, but at that point it was just get in my belly, you know, stress stress eating. eating. Yeah. And then I, after that, stress ate a Hot Pocket. (laughs) right so, how was it by the way not good not <laughs> are like they I ever re- no it was not like I remember them in college uh, they, I think there's a nostalgia factor you yes. know they're just not the same once you eat them later nope and I got a five pack so anybody <laughs> want the other four Jared you want the other four of my hot pockets he, he says said no. no maybe my husband will eat them uh I will say the girls okay so every time Ben and I freak out for a sporting event one or both of them cry and oh. neither of them cried oh so we are making real strides in the Copley household <laughs> they actually celebrated with us so it's really amazing nice. yeah when we freak out Rosa just does the same thing as us yeah like, that's ah. that's really sweet though yeah yeah well, we're bowl eligible. Um, Jamie Pollard tweeted last week that there were reps from the Camping World Bowl there, which is in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, they were at the game. And then I think he tweeted today, I think I saw before we got here, that reps from the Alamo Bowl will be there on Saturday for the Kansas game. Sweet. So, yeah. Just take us somewhere warm. 
Yes. Because Jared's footing the bill for us all to go <laughs> with Thanks. his really high cyclonfedic salary, right? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to us. <laughs> there were a couple of nice notes from this game. Purdy's destroying essentially every school record there is to destroy. Um, Jared had a really nice recap of this after the game. And kudos to Jared because you do a really good, nice job of setting forth, you know, why Brock is a really special quarterback and um, why we should pay, really pay attention to him. And I feel like just in general, Iowa State fans are like looking for something to be mad about with him or looking for something to be disappointed about with him. Again, just because you're used to it, do you think? Yeah, yeah. And I think that like there's just little things like, you know, a, a Hail Mary gets picked off or something. Just like little things that it's like, well, he had to make He was that in that throw. position. Right, 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 right. And he's in that position because he's been great. So I think that he is the best quarterback that we've had in a long time if not ever, but he's also maybe the most criticized that we've yeah, had. Yeah, and I a think while. that probably has something to do with the social media world we live into, which yeah, is unfortunate. That's very true. Very true. Good point. But he as far as national statistics go, I think I saw he's number three in pass yards, number four in total offense, number four in completions per game. I mean the guy's just statistically knocking everything off there is to knock. So yeah. as Carrie Bradshaw once said, wait, what's her tagline? I just forgot it. Um hold on. Jared, do you know? Dear diary. No. <laughs> I can't help but wonder. Oh, okay. I can't help but wonder if maybe we'll have a Heisman contender on our hands at some point. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just like her. Thank you. Which, dang it. If you're going to be Carrie, which one am I going to be? <sighs> don't say I, Samantha or I'll cut you. I really need to think about that because I don't want to be Carrie. Well, I don't want to be the redhead, so I don't want to be typecast. All right. That's fine. I'm not. Right. You did that. Not me. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I truly, one thing that I really liked about this and I, I went back and watched the highlights. Like, I like that we get started off on the good foot. We, we get started off giving the ball to Brees Hall. We get started off throwing the ball to Charlie Kohler. Like we get started off with the things that's going to build people's confidence, build the players. And the things we do well. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like the, the first couple highlights are big names that, we're saying every week and it's like yeah that's the way that it should be and then you know then let's start kind of playing with some of those other players that don't get as many reps and stuff like that but let's get the heavy hitters off right away and like let's let's get some get shit done okay so this brings me to one of the random thoughts they want to talk about tonight and it's something that's been frustrating me so it's been widely publicized that Obviously, our four losses have all been close losses. The yeah. four losses are 11 combined points, and three of the four are four total points. Jeez. So there's that. That's painful. But that's not necessarily what's frustrating me the most. It's actually what you just touched on. It's that in the games, three of the four games we've lost, we've gotten, we've dug ourselves in a hole. Yeah. So the Baylor game, we were down 20 to zero before we scored 21 in the fourth quarter. Oklahoma State, we were down basically all game until we tied it 20, 20, 27 to 27 in the fourth quarter. And then OU, of course, we were down 42 to 21 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. So a couple things. Kudos to our coaches for making the adjustments to put our team back in a position, really a one play away, or in the OU game, split second away from, from winning those games. However, it's frustrating to me that we don't come into those games with the adjustments that we eventually make. So I wish those adjustments would be our game plan at the outset. But I know that football is also chess. And, you know, the same way we had two weeks to prepare for OU, they had two weeks to prepare for us. And I get that. So they're coming out with looks we didn't anticipate. We have to react. But I just, 
again, I can't help but wonder. <laughs> I don't know if we got just slightly out-schemed in those games or if it was just a matter of shooting ourselves in the foot or bad luck, or maybe it was all three, but we're just so close in those games, it hurts a lot. Yeah. And there were a couple things in this game that I, I wish we wouldn't have saw. And it's the, the first one is just letting them get back in right before the yeah. half. And that, I, like, literally everyone I was watching it with was saying, do not let them back in this first half. Like, do not go into the half letting them back in this game because it seemed like we had dominated the whole game. Yes. But that's not what the score said. Right. So that, that was the first thing. And then I think the second thing is just that second and 35 where we let them chip away a good chunk of that in that third down. And it was like, come on. I mean, like, that's similar to that Iowa conversion. Yeah. 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 And it's just those second and long, third and long, really long that it's like, come on, like, let's not play to prevent, let's play like we've been playing this whole time to keep them to three to five yards. Give up three to five yards, both third and fourth down, and I'm fine with it. Right. But those were kind of the two things that I was like, let's clean those things up, and then we'll go from good to being great. I'm going to steal a quote from Jay Jordan in his um, the his piece after the OU game. He called the OU game a missed opportunity in a season of missed opportunity. It in the season has not been a miss by a wide margin. Instead, it's a series of painfully narrow misses that separate greatness from mediocrity. Exactly. And he nailed it with that. Thankfully, Saturday, we are right on the right end of the margin. And I hope we are for the rest of the season. I mean, I hope we went out. And if that's the case, I think we can still consider it a successful season, but there's just a couple of pieces that really sting yeah. and I think are going to sting for a long time. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the one thing that it was a really bright spot, I mean, it was, I feel like it was the biggest play of the game is that just massive 75 yard pass. And it wasn't like, you know how sometimes it's in the air for five or 10 yards and then they end up running it. Oh yeah. For no, he six sailed that sucker. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I watched and he threw it from the 18 and then Deshante Jones caught it at the 33 and he threw it across his body too. Yeah. Yeah. Across his body over and Deshante had to come back for it a little bit, but not much. Yeah. It was impressive. Yeah. And he was just wide open, which was bananas. And then the Texas, I just, I love watching it and I've watched it over and over again as he runs in the Texas guy tries to kind of lunge for him, misses, and then it's just like, no, and is, <laughs> is like reaching out for him. Like, like slow motion. Yeah. Like he's he's on the ground, just stomach on the ground, reaching out like, nah. like what are you going to do? But it's, it's over, buddy. Yeah. But it's funny. That was that was probably my favorite, my favorite little gem from the game. That was really funny. So the other thought I wanted to get off my chest uh, is something that's not frustrating, but something that I found super entertaining last week. And it was Jamie Pollard's trolling of the Texas 80 on Twitter. Yes, (laughs) yes. So Monday it was freezing and he tweeted, I sure hope this heat wave passes so the cold (laughs) weather can finally get here for Saturday's game. (laughs) Tuesday he was talking about, you know, doing a double check on the air conditioner for the visiting locker room. And Wednesday he had that video of the visitor's AD box and he had (laughs) the hand warmers (laughs) that I was saying. It was just the cutest yeah I almost wish that he would have taken a little shot at like the Baylor situation where we didn't have tents like right make sure to get your you know heaters approved by the big 12 I felt like it was 90% good-hearted fun and yeah. 10% like a solid dose of passive aggressiveness <laughs> yes. and I loved it don't you just think they're probably best friends though I'm sh- I mean because they, they were responding to yeah. each other there was a lot of you know back and forth yeah it was good yeah 
my my other favorite little part of this whole situation game weekend is I was watching the Big 12's YouTube channel, their highlights. Yeah. So they always make highlights of the games and I'm watching it and all of a sudden it switches to some like West Virginia game. And I was like, what? And I was like, this better not switch the entire game because I want to see the rest of the highlights of the game again. But it didn't. It goes back to Iowa State. Oh, okay. But I was like, no one caught this? Yeah, that's bizarre. That's bad editing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, some intern's about to get fired. <laughs> it's free labor. They're not getting yeah. fired. Yeah. Um, and then how about that kick? Yeah. Oh, that kick. It was great. It was great. And the first one was not great. And then the second one was great. So... Good thing the first one didn't count. I hope that we <laughs> exercise some demons with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got the monkey off our back. That's right. Let the black cat pass by. <laughs> All of it. Didn't walk under. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it was the band leaders. Um, he was standing on that ladder. And every time they, the, the kickers have come in, they've gone underneath it. And I'm just sure that's it. it. We nailed it. Oh you heard it here first. Gosh, another band controversy. Uh, do you want to talk about Tua? Yeah, no. Hmm. Well, this is the, this is the random story that okay. I was talking about for okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sad about Tua. Like he, and I'm not an Alabama fan at all, really. Like I'm apathetic to Alabama, but it's like, I've, I've heard him on like the Dan Patrick show Tua on the Dan Patrick show. And he's just like entertaining and he is genuine. And like, he's definitely a family guy, loves his parents so much. And he just wants like, he just wants an opportunity to be great. Right. And then just a massive injury, which was heartbreaking for me for some odd reason. I just, you just hate to see young men get hurt like that. Like, almost catastrophically yeah it could like, be catastrophic yeah we don't and know. It, it, I'm honestly it almost reminded me of like when Teddy Bridgewater went down like just that oh this is gonna this is a big one you well, know I mean just the thought of dislocating your hip I mean it's you know you know that hurts oh my gosh <laughs> you know, it's that gut-wrenching yes yeah yeah and from everything that I've heard his screams told you exactly how much, how much it hurt. Do you remember a few years ago during the NCAA tournament when, uh, I think it might've been Louisville player went down and broke his leg. Yes. Oh, I just, but it's that same kind of bleh. react that like that, you know, that just, yeah, no, I, rem I watched that live and I remember that. And I remember thinking like that leg is in a, in a bad position and he is not happy. Oh. Yeah, you hate seeing that stuff. Yeah, that's rough. It's just like, they don't deserve that. You right. know what I mean? And they're out there playing for the entertainment of us. And you know what I mean? Like the pride of their university that they've gone to for one year, but really <laughs> like for the entertainment of us. That's right. And it's just like, oh, I don't, like, I don't feel responsible for it, but I almost feel like guilty. guilty. Yeah, for enjoying watching him so much, you know? Yeah, it's brutal. I hope, you know, I don't, like Jared and I and Lisa and I were talking about beforehand, I don't think it's going to be a quick recovery, no. but I do wish him a full recovery. Definitely, yeah. I wish him a full recovery, and I also hope that he comes to the NFL and really, like, proves what he has. And he comes to NFL, and he's there with, you know, amazing trainers and amazing, amazing doctors. And that not only he gets over this, but he also like heals the things that are making him 
injure his ankles. It kind of like when I hear people getting ankle injuries often, it makes me think that. Um, so the war, the Golden State Warriors, like Steph Curry was hurting his ankles all the time. And all of a sudden they got this really great trainer, like strength trainer, something like that. And he really started to work on their core and started really focusing on their core. And then his injuries went down. The whole team's injuries went down. And so it's one of those things that it's like, I hope that he just lands in a place where they have a really great trainer who's really into, you know, building the core and, and preventative. Right. And not just focus on the problematic body part, but the right. body as a whole. Right. right. Definitely. Well, the NFL is, I would imagine is the place to be for that. Yeah. So fingers yep. crossed for him. Yeah. Is there any other football stuff you want to talk about before we switch over to basketball? No, I don't think so. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the men's and women's basketball team signing classes. Sounds good. So producer Jared just informed us that he Googled Kevin Ware from uh, that horrific injury in the NCAA tournament. And he is playing professionally in Europe and was an all-star in his league. Is that right, Jared? Yeah, also, uh, I don't know if you guys would remember this, but Kevin Ware actually came and played at Iowa State in 2015 for with Georgia State. That's right. Oh, Look I didn't at know you. That. Jared, I just want, I want you to hold that up so I could take a picture of you because you just look like you're playing, you're singing karaoke right now. I've witnessed Jared singing karaoke and it's a sight to behold and Ooh. I encourage everyone to go do it. I love it. No. You got any songs for us? No, I don't. Okay. Well, we'll wait on, we'll wait on that till next week. It will happen at some point. We're going to make him do it against his will. Maybe wait for the next Cyclone Fanatic kickoff party. If we do like a raffle, we could raffle off a night with Jared Kissing yeah, karaoke. I love it. We'll be your, um, your back be singer. The, the Jared Stansberry experience. <laughs> Just like the Jeff Woody experience went for a, I heard, top dollar. Top dollar. Um, the Jared Stansberry experience, we're going to try and get it to go for more. I'll be bidding on it just, just to, to get the dollars. Yeah, I like yep. it. A bidding war. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, back to what we were going to talk about. <laughs> the men's and women's basketball signing classes were pretty stellar this year. The men's basketball team had a top 15 uh, class nationally and the women's basketball team had a top 10 class, which was the highest in school history. Yeah. So not too shabby. Yeah. Do you want to start with the men? Wait, was that an Adam Sandler? <laughs> not intentionally, but <laughs> if it was good for me, <laughs> that was good. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it was the right time for it too because I think that's from um his Hanukkah song. Not too shabby. <laughs> so it's very seasonal. Oh no. I just need you to know that I have this really bad habit of once I start giggling, I can't stop and I just keep going. So you have to fix your face right now so that it doesn't keep going. Fix my face. All right, sh- all right, thank you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Deep breaths. All right. Elisa's going to f- talk about the men's class, but I, I mean, I think everybody agrees. Xavier Foster is the headliner oh, yeah. there. I mean, and you've heard this ad nauseum. I mean, every sports show is talking about it. Probably every podcast is talking it, but that's because it's big news. Yeah. Yeah. So he was really had it whittled down to Iowa state and Iowa. And even though his family and him were Iowa fans, he decided to go to Iowa state. And really, he said, I read something where he said that he sat down with his mom and they looked at who had players in the NBA and how they were doing. And he said, like, it would it made the decision easier. Yeah. And it was easy to say, like, 
Iowa State gives me a better chance of succeeding in the NBA, which is pretty cool to hear. That's crazy. Like that, I feel like that's next level. Like that's, that's a statement that the other, other young men are going to hear and say like, he's got a point, you know? And then you have people like George Yang who are really present on social media and interacting. And then you have kind of the, I wouldn't say opposite, but a little bit the opposite, Matt Thomas, who's pretty quiet on social media, but also making a big impact, you know, on the court. And I just think that it's such a wide variety of players in the NBA. It's nice to see. Yeah. And players that took different paths. Paths. That's right. Players that, you know, Lindell Wigington is playing for the Wolves. Let's just call them the energy. They would kill me. <laughs> they did have energy night the other night. That's so right. That's, that's right. what I was thinking of is that. Um, but playing for the Wolves here in Des Moines, if you want tickets, go to, just kidding. <laughs> that's just where, that's, that's where I, side yeah, hustle. that's my main hustle, <laughs> my only hustle. Um, but, and so he's, you know, going the G League. There are guys who went to Europe, you know, there are guys who just went straight the to two, the NBA yeah, and two way guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two way guys. And so I just think that like, there's so many ways that the guys are going to the NBA, but they're really just landing in the NBA, which is what every player wants to where every player wants to be. And that's, I mean, obviously where Xavier Foster wants to be. Also, so. can we just um, do a little side story here and talk about how simple his press conference was. I just thought it was the sweetest in a world, you know, where you have gender reveals gone wrong and explosions (laughs) and, you know, things like that. It was just as simple as I've chosen Iowa state and that was it. And then it was done. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Understated. Yes. I like that. But then he's going to come here and he's just going to do like He's going to come here and not be understated. I I do not think he's going to be understated. <laughs> he's seven at foot all. tall. He can't be understated. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm very excited for him. And then, so then an, another huge get would be the Dudley Blackwell Which, get. Which, by the way, Dudley Blackwell is an awesome name. It, it's an awesome name. Maybe not as awesome as Darlingstone <laughs> Dubar. <laughs> That's also fair. When I read that, I said, Arnold, can we name this child? darling stone do it he didn't hear me he pretended not to hear me oh he heard you i like that name though <laughs> but i like the name dudley yeah i do too anyways <clears throat> sorry about another sidebar sorry. i know sidebar <laughs> dudley Blackwell. so he's listed at as six five or six six i he plays like he might be six five or six six so that one i believe okay um 185 or 190 we need to give him some mega waffles. <laughs> he needs to hit up that UDCC ASAP. UDCC ASAP. I like it. That could yes. be their new slogan. That is my slogan <laughs> for these little boys right now. Because they need to pack on some pounds, which they will. Right. I mean, Xavier Foster will probably play his first year. I don't know if the others will play right away. Um, it is always funny just to watch, you know, these guys who, <laughs> I mean, especially football players is a whole different story, but you come mm-hmm. in as these skinny little, and then you turn into Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve Rogers, Captain America. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anyways, those two are just huge. They were huge targets for prom at the very beginning and even before they were in high school, I think, and, and landed those, which is really awesome. Um, and then... Jaden Walker, who is listed at six, at six five. <clears throat> um, you have so much sarcasm on your face right now. <laughs> uh, he's compared to Tyrese Halliburton, and he's listed at one hundred and sixty eight pounds. 
So you need to give him some Eggo waffles he too. He needs many Eggo <laughs> waffles with extra butter. Can you just clarify for those who don't know that this is your pregnancy craving? We're not just oh, randomly yeah. pulling Eggo no. waffles out so of So I've there. been buying like the 24 packs From of Eggo. <laughs> the big one, the big ones. Um, and I've been eating a lot of Eggo waffles and that's really all I want for any meal is just Eggo waffles. So it's been a little bit of a struggle to eat anything else. I've been committing to an apple a day. Keeps the doctor away. So they say, <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. I still got to go every month. So, um, yes, a lot of Eggo waffles, this pregnancy, the first pregnancy I'd convinced myself that I, this is a real sidebar that I craved, um, La Mies, um, like pastries, danishes that are expensive and also helped with some winter weight. We'll just <laughs> say I did not actually crave those things. You just I just told yourself you yeah, did. That was your excuse. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever. I remember just going over my lunch hour and getting a box of them and being like, one for today, one for tonight, one for tomorrow They're morning. amazing. I will give They're you that. They're really good. Yeah. Anyway, the the best. Um, so anyways, we'll get some, we'll get some of those for these boys, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was watching Jaden Walker's highlight reel and it's like dunk followed by step back jumper followed by a three. Like he's just, a, he, I think he's going to be a well-rounded player. That's and good. of course that's his highlight reel, you know, he's yeah, right. picking and choosing, but I, what he's presenting is that he's a well-rounded player that can do, you know, any and all, which I think also Tyrese Halliburton presents his himself Agreed. and is definitely so I think that, that that's probably a good comparison and then darling stone darling stone darling stone I he might be my new favorite player um listed at six six uncomfortable pause yeah so we I guess we talked about this last week I don't remember because I wasn't listening but when we were in high school um our heights were listed while wearing heels so maybe they put him in some platforms or something 70s style but he is playing a prep year in pennsylvania i i think he's gonna come here and be great so these are four amazing players that really rounded out the 15th best 2020 class it's pretty great to see yeah that's amazing how about the girls so um, they're headlined by Lexi Donarski, a guard out of Wisconsin. You've yes. been touting this for a while, yeah, the and Steph Curry camp. Yeah, she went to Steph Curry's camp, I think, last summer. And I, I want to talk to her. Yeah. So I, I just think that's really cool. And I heard really good things about it. And, that you know, she was there saying, you know, he was here rebounding balls and doing drills with us. And that really would be cool. epic. She's the number 12 overall prospect by ESPN, which uh, makes her the highest rated, rated recruit ever to sign with Iowa State. So, yeah, yeah no big deal. <laughs> she, uh, Coach Friendly, and it's kind of the same thing. You know, we're praising the best of their abilities, and we don't necessarily know how that's going to translate over to collegiate level. However, Coach Friendly was praising um, the fact that she is good on both ends of the court, which is not always something you can say about high school kids. So that's yeah. good to see. That makes me think about my grandma um, played um, six on six. Yes. And she was only defense. My grandma's like 4'11". My grandma is very small. 
And just me thinking about her being on defense makes me laugh. We should talk about six on six sometimes. We should. I think it's, I think it's fascinating. We should. And she gave me a book and I, I'll, I'll look for that book okay. because she gave me a book about it one time and it's just fascinating. Okay. Put that on the list. Okay. <laughs> um, other recruits, Kylie Feuerbach, a guard out of Illinois. She was the number 77 prospect overall by ESPN. Again, it looks like she's going to be a scorer. She's the all-time leading scorer at her high school. Aubrey Jones, who is the sister of Ashley Jones, number 54 overall uh, through ESPN. And last but not least, Emily Ryan, a guard out of Kansas. She was a Kansas Gatorade Player of the Year. And again, she's a scorer, 30.6 points per game, and has led her high school to a 79-0 and record. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who knows? And hasn't even played her senior year yet. That's right. Wow. So... I'm excited. I mean, God, how many play? How many games they play every season? I guess if you're playing into the playoffs and yeah. the and state, jeez, jeez, yeah. So you go, girl. Lots to be excited about in that respect. Um, here's my random women's basketball story of the week. Okay. It's. Do you ever watch the Sunday Sports Extra on KCCI? It's like a two-minute story they do on Sundays. No, I'm a I'm a lifer at thirteen. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, yeah. You have your allegiance. Sorry. That's fair. I happen to see this on social media. It's from I think it was last Sunday, so November. Would that be the tenth? Either way, it was Maddie Wise. Um, apparently, she did a beauty pageant when she was in high school, and she her love for makeup, clothes, getting dressed up has carried over into college, and her teammates give her hell for showing up to practice, you know, like, dressed up, like, in yeah. a skirt and makeup, and her quote was, look good, feel good, play good. I, I just thought that it. was the sweetest. You know what? That reminds me of me when I was a little girl, which is something that my dad used to always say. <laughs> He literally used to always say, yeah, you remind me of me when I was a little girl. But that reminds me of me when I I was a little girl, because when I lived in Chicago, after I graduated from college, I tried out for America's Next Top Model. Did you really? I did. I had no job. The Tyra? I was not cute. I went down there in this really cheap black dress that I had and uh, stood in line forever. And then we got into the room. Um... Was Tyra there? No. Okay. No, not even close. So we get into the room and we have to stand so close to each other that our toes are touching the person in front of us's heels. Heels. And I was like, listen, the girls are just like (laughs) hugging this person's back. So we were really close quarters. And then we had to step out and say like our name our age, our height and weight. And so I just come out like, I'm a Lisa Link, you know? And so <laughs> then they come back and they're like, well, okay, there's like 60 of us in a room. And they're like, okay, we'll take 15, uh, 42, and 51 out of all of them. Three? Yeah. It, I mean, they maybe took like three or four. And everyone else, thanks for coming. And it's like, Oh, it's a little knock to the yeah. self-esteem. Yeah. No, it wasn't really because I really just went down there to like check things out. Right, right. Yeah. But that's my claim to fame. Well, uh, unlike you who didn't make it to the next round, <laughs> Maddie Wise apparently made it to the court. So oh, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. 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 Dang. Look good. Feel good. Play, play good. good. That's right. So I think the women's basketball team is playing tomorrow. So probably when our podcast drops at the same time. I think they play at 11 on Tuesday. And then the men's basketball play, team plays. They play at 11? Well, I think it's because the men play tomorrow night. Is that right, Jared? Jared doesn't know. They do a kids game every year. Yeah. Oh, like okay, that makes sense. Stuff there. That makes sense. The Wolves and the Wild do those too, so That's I get it. That's pretty cool. I like yeah, it. That's a really good idea. Yeah, so big day at Hilton tomorrow. Yeah. It's so, honestly, it, it's weird, but if you ever get a chance to go to 
a kid's game during the day or something, don't be a creepo. But <laughs> take I'm, your children. Yeah, take your kids. Um, but they're really cool. They just, they do it up. They play Baby Shark. You know, they really play it up for the kids. That's and, awesome. And the kids just go wild when you score. I mean, it's a really great atmosphere. And especially with the wolves in the wild, how many kids they get in the building. Yeah. And I can only imagine how many kids they get in the building for the women's basketball game. Holy cow. Like the entirety of Ames and Gilbert and Boone probably. It's pretty cool. At, at this game, which is amazing. We're taking the uh, girls to Frozen 2 on Saturday. Oh. And I imagine the movie theater will be similar to how Hilton Coliseum sounds. <laughs> so wish us luck. I'm taking my daughter to Disney on Ice. You're a good mom. I'm scared it's too bad you can't drink <laughs> that's very true bring the extra money for those terrible uh souvenirs those no. light up souvenirs no she's not getting any of that grandma's not coming okay so she's so, not getting any so of she that knows. she may get popcorn but that's it but you're going to the game on saturday the kansas game right? i am going okay. to the kansas game yes without a child good for you that's the way to do it <laughs> Yeah, we got tickets through one of my husband's coworkers, and she actually sent him a text message on Saturday, like 10 minutes after the game started that was like, hey, I forgot to tell you, um, I have, we're not going to use our tickets. Do you want to use them? And he was like sitting at home alone because I'm at work with Rosa and he was just like, oh yeah. yeah, dang it. So I think she felt bad and gave him the tickets, just left them on his desk today. Oh, that's really like, nice. Yes. Yeah. So... I'm pumped for it. Senior day. Yeah. Senior. Night. Wait, what time's the game? It's at 11. 11. So yeah. senior morning. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to Frozen 2, everybody. I have my priorities in order. <laughs> Is that, are you going to that during the game? No. Oh, okay. So we planned it. So I should have known it was 11 because we planned it to go to the 545 showing. Oh. So we wouldn't miss the game for Frozen 2. <laughs> I like Brilliant. to joke that our priorities are in order, but they're clearly not. All right. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I see what you did. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll be at the game. You know what else I want to talk about, though? No, I don't. Okay, so if you follow... Uh, wait, you don't want to hear? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. You do want to hear, do. but you don't know. <laughs> um, I was on Twitter, and I was told that I have to watch the 30 for 30s. Oh, And that's this right. is a conversation that we had after the pod last week two weeks ago yeah. when we did it and jared said listen you have to watch them and me thinking 30 for 30 meant that it was 30 minutes long i said yeah fine give me your top five no they're so long that's on you elisa i know for agreeing before having all the information know, they're like an hour and a half <gasps> and then he told me to watch the freaking oj one which is like seven hours long hey it's worth it though you're you're on jared you can contribute that documentary won Academy Awards. Okay. It's like one of the best documentaries made in recent years. You know what I agree else? with Jared. You know what else won an award? The <laughs> movie where Leonardo DiCaprio is kills a bear and sleeps inside of him. Isn't that, isn't that movie like four hours long? And I'm not going to watch that. Well, that's... But, okay, Lisa, but you fine. like sports. Here's this is sport, a sports I like Leonardo DiCaprio, okay? <laughs> but I'm not going to watch him covered in a bear fur. Early is speechless. No, I, I, I understand. I have not seen that movie either. Okay. either. I've heard the Revenant is very good, but I have not seen that. Oh, okay, uh, mm. but I will say that there are portions of the OJ documentary because it's split up into seven episodes. You could watch, like, kind of pick and choose, or you get 
there are more parts that are more interesting than others. Okay. And okay, but which one did you watch? Oh, so I watched the Fab Five one because I kind of knew the story already and I really like basketball. So that's the one that I chose. And? It was an hour and a half long. And? Oh, it was good. Um, (laughs) You are the worst and I hate you. (laughs) It was good. It was about Michigan's 91 class. Oh, we know. Um, (laughs) We've all, the rest of the world has seen it, Elisa. You don't need to tell us what it's about. Then four of them were playing and then they made the change and then they let the fifth one play and then it was magical, but they never really won a championship. Mm -hmm. And then Chris Webber took a bunch of money from an old guy and they took down all the banners and all Michigan apparently really wants is for Chris Webber to apologize, but I don't think he's sorry. So much side eye right now. They, they might put the banners back up. Why? That's like a, a natural conversation now because uh, Juwan Howard is their coach. Oh. And I know that that has been a thing that's been discussed, that they are going to reassociate with the like with with those teams. Chris Weber's the only one who's like disassociated with. Oh, the yeah. Entire, but he won't talk to even the guys that are on the team. Uh, he won't talk to Jalen. He won't talk to Juwan oh. Howard, any of them. I like. I mean, I liked it, and they they all said they didn't have any hard feelings towards him. They didn't have really any hard feelings towards anyone except for Michigan. They just wanted him to like recognize that they existed, right. and it was. It, I also really enjoy. I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but I was also really fascinated by like the racial tension and the racial parts of it, and it was kind of the emergence of like, um, like hip hop and you know in in the 90s and stuff like that and so I thought that that was really interesting and I thought that Jalen Rose was real real he was real 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 (laughs) he said we thought Duke we thought they were bitches like he legit bleep he legit said that I was like the moment I think it's when uh when Jimmy King calls Grant Hill and Uncle Tom is (laughs) one of the most electric moments yeah. I've ever seen in a sports documentary. I was like, that, yeah. And, and at that time, so this was like one of the first ones that they, they did after the initial run of 30 for 30s. And then there's kind of a break and they did this one. It's pretty wide. Their guard is one of the two or three best, but at that time, it's like, you'd never heard anybody say anything like that about an athlete from like 20 years ago. Yeah. And you're like, he said, it's like, Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're just going to throw stuff around. Like yeah, that right they're here. not messing around. Yeah. No. Well, and then what Jalen Rose said really about Grant Hill was like that he didn't hate him. He was just like he was envious of him. Like he grew up with two like wealthy parents. He grew up like with a dad who acknowledged him. You know what I mean? And like Jalen Rose was just like, I grew up with a dad, you know, who I wanted to be, but I also hated. Right. You know, so I, I was just, there were so many like different facets of it. Like the racial facet, like the just broken family facet that just like captivate. I mean, of course, it's a 30 for 30 that Jared wants me to watch. Of course, it's going to be captivating. But And if you found those things captivating, you know what else you would find captivating? Don't say OJ. OJ made in America. Listen. The Academy Award winning documentary is part of the 30 for 30 family. I know what happens. Well, yeah, but you don't know all of what happens. Okay. Well, I mean... Yeah, we, we pretty much know all of what happened. But, like, they actually talked to all of the people in, that were involved in the court case. Except in for, the intricacies uh, Chris Darden, of it. I think, is the only one, really. Well, and then a bunch of those guys are dead that were on the defense. But that's another thing. It's neither here nor there. Yeah. Do they... Here's two questions. Do they talk about the Kardashians? 
not like post. They talk a, about like the, after all that like stuff defense happens. attorney Kardashian. Yeah. Right. Second question. Um, I forgot my second question because I just started thinking about how Rob Kardashian is named after his dad and he makes socks or something. Yeah, not quite the same yeah. professional legacy. No. Um, second question is just something that I forgot, so we're, okay. we won't talk about it. Don't well, talk to OJ. I'll say that as well. Oh. But if you want to hear from OJ, check just him out go on Twitter. Check him just out on Twitter. Your Twitter. What's up, Twitter world? It's yours truly. <laughs> Do they talk about later when he, like, yeah, so, yes. those people yes. over his own memorabilia. Yeah, and they talked to all the people that were in the hotel room. Okay, and about this, that, that I would be interested in. And there's way more in that about the civil case than I ever knew before, and you will like that part of it, okay. I promise. Okay, lawyer. I'm, I'm serious, though. For, as a female attorney, there's a female judge, and you will look at her, and you will think, good for you. Okay. Maybe I'll watch it when I'm on maternity leave. There you go. Okay, I will commit to watching it in... May, June, July. Okay. All the other ones that I gave you, I think at least two of them are basketball ones. Okay. Also very good. I'm going to try and watch them every two weeks. So then I have a new oh, okay. one to talk like about that. on every podcast. Okay. okay. Don't watch. I feel like you should maybe not watch the without bias one. Cause that one's really sad. Oh no. So just maybe like wait until later for You're that. You're going to have to switch me out on that one. Yeah. Then. I'll get you a different one. But okay, that one sad. is, that one is very, very sad. Do people die? Uh, well, one guy dies. Uh-huh. Do you know who Len Bias is? No. Oh, okay. That well, makes I'm, sense. I would now. tell you the story, but it. I don't want to hear the right story. Yeah. I'm. I you can cry watch the documentary easily. to know the story. Okay. I'll cross that one off from the list. Then you'll have to give me a different one. Um, I have one thing I want to do before we sign off tonight. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be something that Ben, my husband, is going to roll his eyes to the back of his head about. Yes. So Ben, if you're listening, just stop now. Earmuffs. <laughs> So this is our last episode before Thanksgiving. So I'm going to do what, what I feel like I should, what we, everybody should do every year and say the things I'm thankful for Cyclone Fanatic edition. Aww. So I'm not going to bore you with family job. This is Cyclone Fanatic specific. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready? Jared, I'm already going to cry. No, if you, you say, won't cry. Okay. Well, maybe you will. I don't know. If you okay. Say your thing. okay. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Shut up and listen to me. Okay, first of all, I feel like we have to thank Chris because he gave us the opportunity to do this. Yes. And it's been a super positive, um, creative outlet for me, and I think you too. Yes, matchmaker to the stars because we are now besties. Yes, so that, exactly. And so beyond just being a creative outlet, it's opened the door to some really great friendships. Of course, you. Yes. Over the course of our 30... Well, we'll get to him. Okay. We'll get to him. Over the course of 30 plus years, I've known you for a hot minute, but I feel like I've known you forever. Yes. You're a soul sister. Oh <laughs> You're a badass woman warrior. Don't, Don't do this to me. No, I'm going to do this to you. You are self-proclaimed hilarious, but you're actually, <laughs> I also find you to be actually truly hilarious. And I'm only friends with attractive people. <laughs> that was next on my list. Oh, was it? No. <laughs> But I believe you. <laughs> um, and you're one of the most talented people I know. You're the only person I know. Two podcasts, a blue ribbon maker, and you make your own damn coats. So there's that. And most of all, you're kind. So I love you, sister. Thank you. Jared, you're not going to escape us. I just saw a lip quiver. <laughs> and okay. I don't know if it was a laugh or a cry. He's one of the most interesting people I've ever met, That's hands true. down. If you all could see our group chats, <laughs> you're 
heads would explode. <laughs> also, Jared, you have the super unique ability to be super passionate about something while also remaining very chill, or at least appear to be very chill, which I could use a couple doses of. So if you just want to pass some of that over, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> and also, I think it's clear to both the Lisa and I that you're a ride or die type of guy. So for anybody who finds themselves on your ride or die list, they should consider themselves lucky. Yes. Yeah. So there you go, Jared. I hope you're very uncomfortable right now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so the other Cyclone Fanatic staff, Rob, Brent, Jay, Jacqueline, you guys uh, have supported us from day one, constantly praising us, retweeting us, doing everything you can to prop us up to succeed. And we're really grateful for that. Um, Kevin, Connor, Brandon, Nikki, I've only met you guys once or, or twice, but you know, just from being a consumer of Cyclone Fanatic, you bust your butts and make um, this platform what it is. So, and last but not least, I feel like we have to thank our listeners on this Thanksgiving Aww. episode. I mean, I know Jared really likes us, but I don't think he'd be here unless he knew there was someone listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I said in the very first episode, and I, I told you this to Elisa, that I've been bothering Chris for years to be part of the Cyclone Fanatic team. And now that we're here, I think we both want to do this for years to come. So if there's things we can do to be better, ideas you have, send them our way. No idea is too big or too small, but... I'm very thankful for this. This has been a really amazing opportunity. And I'm thankful that you gave me time to write down things that I'm thankful <laughs> about you for. So well, that concludes my cheesy portion. Okay. So you can do yours. So now. here's my cheesy portion, my potatoes and cheesy portion. Um, first of all, you're insanely well-dressed. When I first <laughs> met you guys, I walked into this like cafe that we were having lunch and she's wearing like pointy heels. She had to walk there and she's wearing like pointy heels and a shift dress. And I was like, well, I am not wearing that. I look like a schlep. <laughs> Let me just say, I've reached the point in my life where my work pants are more comfortable than jeans, and that is alarming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wear them well. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Also dressed up today, and you didn't warn me, so Sorry. again, I look like a schlep. I told you 99.9% .9 of the time, the first thing I do when I get home is put on sweats, and I didn't get a chance to do it tonight. Okay. So. All right. Well, second of all, you're insanely intelligent, and thank you yeah. downplay the fact that you're a lawyer all the time. Because I don't know why you're embarrassed to, for people to think that you're lawyery smart, but you are more than lawyery <laughs> smart. You. You're like brain surgeon, astronaut smart oh, is what you actually thank are. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you're kind. You said that about me, but you're insanely kind and you've always been kind to me and you've always been kind to Jared and everyone. I mean, the fact that you came up with telling people what you're thankful for <laughs> and it sounds like this is something you do regularly is just proof um you're a great mom so Your are girls you are so lucky to have you and i try you are one of the moms that i try and mirror my momming after right back at you even so we just, got that going even just after i met you um you're a great hugger um <laughs> I didn't get a hug when you first came tonight, hoping I get one before we, we made leave. a pact to do more hugs. We that did. is a true thing. Yes, I am a hugger if I know you. If I don't, eh, don't hug me. Um, and you have the best laugh of all time, guys. Her eyes close a little bit, and you can see every <laughs> single one right of now. you can see all of her teeth, even the back ones. And when she laughs during this podcast, it is literally the best thing that I've ever done is making her laugh. So I love you. Those You're the are best. all the things that I am thankful for. And I'm ready for some pumpkin pie. Same. <laughs> Me too. Awesome. All well, right. That was fun. That was Jared. Fun. I'm sorry if you're super uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it's all good. 
<laughs> he'll I'm he'll good. tweet at us later what he's thankful about us for. So yeah, we'll we'll wait for that. <laughs> We're gonna let him take time to make a list. I know. <laughs> Wrap this up before he thinks of something. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we can come back with a couple of wins and uh, win out the regular season, and we'll get back to you guys after Thanksgiving. Definitely. All right. Go Cyclones. Go State.